1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. This is my Bible. It is the Word of God, and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am, seated right now in the heavenly realms, in Christ Jesus, the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine, and I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert, my spirit is receptive, as I'm taught the Word of God, my life is changed for the better, and I will never be the same again. Amen. Give five people a high five, and then you may be seated. Now, don't get carried away. Don't pretend you're slapping Fauci in the face. Amen. Just, just do a little nice high five. So last evening, the message was God's dream for you, and we're doing the second half of that message this evening. My topic in these these days is mastering money. Either money will master you, or you will learn how to master money. I think we have members here at Faith Christian Center that don't even realize the extent to which Faith Christian Center walks in the supernatural power and the supernatural abundance of Almighty God. Kenneth Hagin used to say, the reason the Lord isn't doing any more in your life is because you're not believing Him for any more. So that's what these days are about, trying to lift up a vision and get you to see you can believe God for more. It doesn't matter where you're at, because there's always another level. Tell your neighbor, there's always another level. The miracle we've experienced here at Faith Christian Center in recent days, actually began in October of 2017. Sue and I were packing to go to San Francisco. We used to go to San Francisco for 10 days to eat. Those days are gone forever. And uh, I was coming out of the office, the, uh, the closet in my office at the house, and the Lord directed my attention to the left, and I walked over to the bookcase. He directed my attention to a book. He said, why don't you take that with you? And it was Oral Roberts' book, the Miracle of Seed Faith. And I'd read that book soon. I'd read that book several times over the years. And, uh, but I read it on the flight to San Francisco, and I noticed every time I didn't have the book in my hands, Sue was reading it, and I read it, she read it several times on that trip. And after rereading that book, I changed the way I was praying. So you have to be open to change, and I don't care how old you are. We have to be open to change. Tell your neighbor, you got to be open to change. And after I changed the way I was praying, then in January of 2018, the Lord told me to quit fooling around and get this property and this building, get it all paid off. Now, I didn't think I was fooling around. You have to understand. I thought I was doing a good job. But the Lord said, quit fooling around and get it all paid off. And he challenged me to personally give a million dollars toward the $5.27 million we still owed at that time. And he told me how to do it without costing us anything. Anybody interested in figuring out or knowing how to give a million dollars into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and it not cost you anything? The debt on this property and building and project started at $12.1 million in 2006. And when we get to January of 2018, we had gotten that paid down to $5.27 million. But by November of 2020, in the year of the corona, the debt on this property and building was completely paid off. So Faith Christian Center owes no man anything except the debt of love. Can you say glory to God? 
Now, when I rehearse this, my point in rehearsing it is this. I changed the way I was praying, and since I changed the way I was praying, we have received 94 miracles. The debt at Faith Christian Center has been completely wiped out. Our own personal net worth has grown 82%, even though since December of 2017, Sue and I have personally been able to give $2.895 million into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Kenneth Hagin, again, used to say the reason the Lord isn't doing any more in your life is because you're not believing him for any more. And I, I really think that too many of God's people got to a certain level, whatever that level is, and they got comfortable and they didn't see that they were meant by God to be engines of prosperity for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they were appointed by God literally to be paymasters in the kingdom of God. The Lord told me I was praying. This was a couple of years back. And it, look, if, if, if the Lord brings something to my attention, it's on his mind. And the Lord said, you've got men in your church that aren't even working full time. So just because we're satisfied doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Because we ought to aspire to be more. We ought to aspire to have more. We ought to aspire to achieve more. And if you don't need it, well, they just plow it into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And now, if my illustrations are too much for you, we'll just go back and listen to old messages because it will be the exact same word, but the messages, the illustrations will have lower numbers. The point is, you have to start. Tell your neighbor, you got to start. Tell your neighbor, the neighbor on the other side, if you don't start, you'll never get there. So you have to start, and if you don't start, you'll never get there. A lot of people have never even thought about using their faith beyond salvation. They don't know or they've never been taught that they can use their faith to receive the blessing of the Lord upon their labor and upon their savings and upon their finances. And so when God's people haven't been taught or when they haven't taken action on what Jesus actually taught on prayer, even in prayer, they never use their faith. And I, I think that's the way it was back when we got married, you know, before we got married, my personal devotions. I mean, the thought never occurred to me. I mean, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't have any unconfessed sin. I wanted to make sure I was forgiven. I wanted to make sure I was rapture ready. But the thought of a, using faith in prayer, I don't think in my early days ever occurred to me. And for people who don't use faith in prayer, they don't pray according to the Word of God, they don't use faith in prayer, life is always just a struggle for them. And they spend their entire lives going before God, begging and crying and bawling and squalling and scratching and pulling and yet not receiving anything. And they stay defeated. And then they go to some church and some preacher teaches them that it's all the will of God and then they blame God for their troubles. God is not the author of the curse in our lives. Amen. So I'm not in any way implying that people should start where Sue and I find ourselves today. What I'm saying is you can work your way up to that level and even higher levels because with seed faith giving, there is no limit. Giving works and prayer works and confession works. Just last evening after the service, Tiff Shuttlesworth told me a story I'd never heard before about decades ago, somebody giving Teen Challenge, David Wilkerson Teen Challenge, a $55 million tithe. So, I mean, this is decades ago, so I want to know what, what's wrong with y'all. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, decades have gone by, so, you know, tell your neighbor, get with it. Amen. Amen. Tell the neighbor on the other side, get with it. Amen. I mean, I'm talking about decades ago. Yeah. And, and somebody might say, that's just too much. Well, here's the dope. Dope. If you give a $55 million tithe, you're not going to be struggling for lunch the next day. Because that means you got $495 million left or thereabouts. Amen. Amen. So, you know, tithing $1,000 is great, but you know what beats tithing $1,000? Tithing $10,000. 
And you know what beats tithing $10,000? Tithing $100,000, amen? So when you get your mind right on the Bible, you have no problem with any of it. And I'd like to think that Sue and I have learned a few things along the way, and that's why the Lord, see, it's coincidental or not coincidental that in January of 2018, when he told me to quit fooling around and get all of this paid off, that is when we started the Holy Week revival after Palm Sunday, and that is when we started the weeks of increase. Do you see it? So that's what we're about this week. And our hearts are filled with 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. And I know I get judged for it, but I want a congregation where no one is sick. And I want a congregation where no one is diseased. And I want a congregation where no one has credit card debt. And I want a congregation where no one has automobile debt. And I want a congregation where no one even has a mortgage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout out loud, we are blessed of the Lord. Lord. Again, we are blessed of the Lord. So this evening, I'm finishing the message I began last evening, God's dream for you. God has a dream for you. Tell the neighbor on the one side, God's got a dream for you. Tell the neighbor on the other side, God's got a dream for you. And God's dream for you is that you have abundance and that you not live limited to what man can do for you. God can supernaturally cause men to do things in your life and on your behalf. Jesus said, Luke 6, 38, Give, and it will be given unto you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. King James says, Shall God cause men to give into your life? For with the measure you use, it will be measured back unto you. And if our great God could use ravens to feed his man Elijah, God can surely find ways to bless you in your labor and in your finances. In fact, we know from the Word of God that God commands the blessing over our lives. Deuteronomy 28, 8, The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Shout it out loud, The Lord my God commands the blessing. Again, the Lord my God commands the blessing. Let me tell you what, the Bible also says that what God has blessed, no man can curse. So God is so great, God can lift you up financially to where after you tithe and after you give every financial gift God tells you to give, you will look back across the year and you will not even miss the money. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. When I got to work on Tuesday, January 5, the office gave me a number that blew my mind. I couldn't even believe the number. They told me that Sue and I had given Faith Christian Center $826,000 in 2020. I mean, I couldn't, I'm, I'm the leader. I'm the faith guy. I'm in charge. And I couldn't even believe it. And, and it's like, I didn't even know I gave it. Because of the blessing of the Lord. Shout it again. The Lord commands the blessing. And so we tithe, double tithe, and we give as led by the Holy Spirit. I'm not saying you double tithe. I'm saying we do. And I look back and I think, I didn't know I did that. I didn't know. I I didn't know we were anywhere in the ballpark of that number. But we didn't miss it. We didn't sell a thing. I don't look like I did without any meals, do I? In a year when our personal debt went down by 26%, in a year when our personal cash went up by 16%, Sue and I were able to give that amount of money to Faith Christian Center. Are you kidding me? The blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord. That's what we're teaching and preaching at Faith Christian Center. And the Lord does not show favoritism. So if one of us can walk in the blessing of the Lord, any of us and all of us can walk in the blessing of the Lord. Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get a better amen? amen? So it's all nuts. I mean, it's nuts, but I don't care if it's nuts or not. I want to keep walking in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2020 was for me and for this church and for this congregation a year of miracles. 
What was for the world a year of curse was for us a year of miracles. You know, somebody texted me their pay stub. Now, don't do that. But somebody texted me their pay stub just from this last pay period. I showed it to the guys at lunch. I said, this is what God is doing at Faith Christian Center. It's crazy. Amen. Shout it out loud. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you know, if God wants to get crazy, I, I'm cool with it. Amen. You know, we crossed over into 2021 and God was blessing. And I, I told the Lord, I said, no offense, but I think you're showing off now. So just keep showing off. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2020 for the world was a year of curse, but for the people of God, 2020 was a year of blessing. Amen. 2020 was actually a Malachi 3.18 year being manifested, I believe, in the last days before the coming of the Lord. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. There is not just a distinction between the righteous and the wicked. There is a distinction between those who serve God and those who do not. And there is also a distinction between those who believe the word of God and those who do not. And there is also a distinction between those who walk by faith and those who walk by fear. And there is also a distinction between those who walk by faith and those who walk by sight. There's also a distinction between those who obey God and those who do not obey God. And there is also a distinction between those who are doers of the Word of God and those who are not doers of the Word of God. And there is a distinction between those who walk in financial covenant with God and those who do not walk in financial covenant with God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Since Sue and I got married, we, it's been our privilege to give over $7 million personally into the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And since we pioneered this church, this church has given over $12 million into the harvest fields of Almighty God. And I'm telling you what, we are just now up and rolling at Faith Christian Center. We have just now come to a place where we feel like we've learned a few things from the Word of God. Hallelujah. And there is no end in sight. Because the Lord is coming. And He wants to fund His harvest. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we did it all by hearing great faith-filled men of God preach the Bible, and by believing the Bible, and by confessing the Bible, and by taking action on the Bible, the exact same book that offends so many. Amen. You know, the cool thing in these churches is not to have any Bible in the sermons. And then Austin went to a minister's conference and they said half a verse will do Billy Graham used to say that was it 55 verses he averaged in his sermons was it 55 or 35 more than 50 but Austin went to a minister's conference and they said a half a verse will do but don't tell anybody the reference because it'll offend people look this is exactly what they're doing to us on this virus hiding information. When we give you the Word of God at Faith Christian Center, we give you the reference so you can look it up and you can decide for yourselves, do we know what we're talking about or not? You can look it up for yourselves so you can put your faith on it and you can believe the Word of God and you can confess the Word of God and you can take action on the Word of God. It's wrong to hide the Word of God from the people of God. And I tell you, God wants to lift up this church and churches of like mind that if you'll just get back to the Word of God, if you'll just preach the Word of God, if you will not be ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God, God will show up and God will heal and God will save and God will provide. Can I get an amen? Can I get a better amen? God's got a dream for you. I said God's got a dream for you. Shout it out loud, God's got a dream for me. And we left off last night talking about how we have been given a great task. We are to go and tell. The believer's job is to carry the gospel 
throughout the entire earth. Matthew 28, 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus said, go. And Jesus said, make disciples. And Jesus said, teach them to obey. It is exactly the opposite of what is cool in 2021. But we're not doing cool at Faith Christian Center. We are doing the Word of God at Faith Christian Center. So we're not getting cool results. We're getting Word of God results. Hallelujah. I don't care what your situation is tonight. You get the Word of God on your situation, and God will show up because God honors His Word. So here at Faith Christian Center, we're not running a bless me club. Yes, we see from the Word of God that God's dream for His children is that they be blessed. But we also see from the Word of God that God's dream for His people is that they be a blessing. God said to His man Abraham in Genesis 12, 2, I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever, and whoever curses you I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So God said to his man, I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. And God's people have not seen it. God's people have not comprehended it. That the plan of God, the financial plan of God, was literally designed that we could fund the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it cost us nothing. I want you to get so full of the Word of God. I want you to have your mind so renewed to the Word of God that Satan won't be able to talk you out of it. And when you have hit a bad week or a bad month or even a bad quarter, the devil will not be able to talk you out of it. It is the will of God that the people of God be blessed, but it is likewise the will of God that the people of God be a blessing. But how can you be a blessing if your children don't have shoes? How can you be a blessing if your children are not adequately fed? How can you be a blessing if your children are not adequately educated? Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord is saying to me right now, just like he told me in January of 2018 to stop fooling around and get all this paid off, he told me to tell the people of God here at Faith Christian Center on Wednesday night to stop fooling around because the Lord is coming, the days are short, darkness is descending over the face of the earth, the window to reach people is coming to a close, and we must work while it's day because the night is coming when no man can work. Can I get an amen? amen? So God wants to bless you. And then God wants you to turn around and be a blessing. So the purpose of prosperity for the believer is that we be a blessing. And God is prospering this congregation so that we can put more into the gospel. God is not prospering this congregation just so we can hoard money and watch our debt go down and watch our cash go up and watch our net worth go up and be self-satisfied with our financial accomplishments. We're talking tonight about money with a purpose, for these are the end times, and we don't have much time left. These are the end times, and humanity does not have much time left. And we said last night that our great and gracious Heavenly Father is waiting. He is waiting. He is waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. James, be patient then, brothers, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop. 
And the valuable crop is not gold or silver or money. The valuable crop is people. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I heard the word and I got saved. Thank God you heard the word and you got saved. But it's not just about you and me and our children and our grandchildren. It's about other people and their children and their grandchildren and their mothers and their fathers. Hallelujah. 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 Whenever Bud Sickler would speak for us, he'd always quote Matthew 24, 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. You know, the devil and his crowd think the internet was invented for them. But I think the internet was invented so that the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ could get into every nation, get to every tongue, get to every tribe, get to every kindred. Today, within seconds, every message here at Faith Christian Center is available all over the earth. What a day we live in. What a day to be a Christian. What a day to be a bearer of the light. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you to the very end of the age. I'm here to tell you tonight, because we're doers of the Word of God, God is with us. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, God is with you. Tell the neighbor on the other side, God is with you. Hallelujah. So we're not walking in fear. I said we're not walking in fear. God said to Abraham, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. So God's dream for his children is that they be blessed. And God's dream for his children is that they be a blessing. But in my lifetime, too many of God's people have wanted to be blessed all right, but they have no interest at all in being a blessing. God wants to bless you, but then God wants you to turn around and be a blessing. But wait a minute, what if God blesses you and you keep it? And you don't turn around, and you're not a blessing. You're telling the Lord to not bother blessing you because you're not going to be faithful with a future blessing if you have not been faithful with the last blessing. The purpose of prosperity is so that we can be a blessing. And Jesus said all authority in all authority, King James says all power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And that is the basis upon which we go and tell. We are not powerless. I said we are not powerless. We're not to walk around like the world, like we're afraid, because we're not afraid. They did what they did, getting people to be afraid. I know brothers and sisters, and they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid. I'm telling you, when people that I thought I knew put on Playtex gloves, kitchen gloves, to lay hands on the sick, somebody somewhere missed the memo that Jesus said, I will be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And all power and all authority has been given unto me now go hallelujah so we are not afraid shout out loud five times we are not afraid Jesus has all power and Jesus said go to all the nations and Jesus said, teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And then Jesus said, I am with you. Lift both hands and say, thank you, Father God. You are with me. Hallelujah. Now, does any of this sound like we're supposed to be the tail and not the head? I said, does any of that sound like we're supposed to be the tail and not the head? 
Does any of it sound like God intends for us to stumble through life and barely get by and not even have enough money to clothe our children and feed our families? No. It reminds me of 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able. Shout out loud, God is able. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things, say in all things, at all times, say at all times, having all that you need, say having all that I need, you will abound in every good work. You know, in my lifetime, people are just committed to not having enough. I just can't stand it. Just gives me the creeps, just wigs me out. I can't be anywhere near it. Hallelujah. I like enough. I like more than enough. I like new. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, I'm going to get outrageous. So I was putting these shoes on this evening, and I'm, I'm in the closet laughing. Sue's like, what are you laughing about? I said, well, you know, the first pair of these shoes I ever bought, I bought on sale in Beverly Hills. Bought on sale, and I wore them and wore them and wore them and got them resold and got them resold. And in the meantime, the man from the company, the grandson, was in Dallas, and I, I showed him my shoes, and I said, you know, I, I want a pair just like that, but I want the big tiles. I want the big tiles. I want the big tiles. He said, well, that's going to take a while to get those skins, but he said, we'll do it. And so, you know, I get these shoes, and I, I put them in the closet. I leave them in the closet. I'm not wearing them, don't want to wear them. You know, I'm saving them, saving them, saving them. And I'm getting all gray and older, and I'm, you know. <laughs> so one day, one day, I'm putting on the other pair, the, one I got, the pair I got on sale I'd had for 20, 25 years. And the Lord so, spoke to me in my closet, and he said, how long are you going to wear those old shoes? Right. Amen. That's right. Tell your neighbor he knows all things. He knows all things. Yeah, yeah. So if you're wearing clothes tonight, you know, like with holes in it, uh, you know, I mean, he knows. Amen. Yeah. And if you see me walking funny sometimes, it's not that there's anything wrong with me. It's my shoes are not broken yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. We, we, the people of God in my lifetime never got it. They never saw it, that, that we are his very own children. We are the sons and the daughters of Almighty God. Amen. Forget about these billionaires. Who cares about them, man? They, they're, they're, they're chump change compared to our Father God. Amen. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The gold is his. The silver is his. Forget about it. How many minerals must be on the moon? How many minerals must be on Mars? God owns it all. Hallelujah. But you know, Christians, they just drag, you know, they just think it's the will of God that they just drag through life. And then, then we allow the world to make us feel bad. The world's not feeling bad. And they got their Rolls Royces, and they got their jets, and they got this and that and the other, and they don't feel bad about a thing. They don't feel bad about a thing. They don't feel bad. In fact, that one guy, you know, had that private island, didn't feel bad about that, had a private jet, didn't feel bad about that, had uh, underage girls on that private island, didn't feel bad about that, took a former president, I won't mention his name, but he and Bill Clinton went to that island, you know? And Al Gore, Al Gore, you know what I'm saying? But they don't feel bad. Ain't nobody apologized. But you let you let a child of God get their hands on a jet or you, to go preach the gospel, or you let a child of God get an island somewhere, and I'm telling you, all hell would break loose. But we need to stop living our lives to make the world happy, and we need to start living our lives to make the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords happy. Hallelujah. Shout out loud, I am his child. I am his child. And he loves me. He loves me. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I don't know about you, but he loves me. Amen. Tell the neighbor on the other side, I don't know about you, but he loves me. Hallelujah. And that doesn't mean we need all of that stuff, and that doesn't mean we're in competition for any of that stuff. I'm just saying that we ought not be ashamed of the blessings of the Lord in our lives. Amen. Amen. I said we ought not be ashamed of the blessings of the Lord in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And hide our stuff. In Mark's gospel, Jesus said, go ye into all the world to preach the gospel to every creature. And the gospel is good news. I said the gospel is good news. Shout out loud, good news. You see, the world is full of bad news. 20 and 20, 21, more than any years of my lifetime have been full of bad news. In fact, to make the news 
as bad as it has been in 2020 and 2021. They had to create bad news and they had to fake bad news. But the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is good news. In fact, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is such good news, the scoffers call us deniers. Yes, a million times yes, we're denying the bad news and we're preaching the good news and the good news is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The world has enough bad news. So we are to be out there preaching the good news. Go into all the world and preach the good news to every creature. And I'll tell you what is good news about death. Tell your neighbor, surely he's not going down this road. <laughs> yeah! The Bible, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is good news about death. I am amazed all through 2020 and now 2021 how many in our society and people around the world are afraid of death. I mean, I have been absolutely dumbfounded. You would think by watching the media that before 2020, no one ever died. But if you look it up, look it up, deaths per million, any country around the world, there was hardly a bump last year. The difference in 2020 was not the number of deaths per million in any given nation, it was that a spirit of fear seized the population, and this spirit of fear is going to give entrance to one world government and totalitarianism and the rise of the Antichrist. And I say to you tonight, the Antichrist may not yet be revealed, but some of his prophets are out there right now. Fear. Fear. Fear about death. People are afraid to die today. But we are to go into all the world and preach this good news to every creature. And it is good news about death. So our job is not to live in fear like the world. If we live in fear like the world, how is what we believe superior to what they believe? Our job is to tell people the good news that Jesus has conquered death and they can be forgiven of their sins and they don't have to live their lives in fear of death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They don't have to live their lives in fear of death. When you get a revelation of Jesus Christ, you'll be like the Apostle John in Revelation 1.17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and behold, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and hell. I came down to this house tonight to tell you that Fauci does not hold the keys of death, and these drug companies do not hold the keys of death, and communist China does not hold the keys of death, but the keys of death are held by the Lord Jesus Christ, and you're not going anywhere until the Lord says you can go. Can I get an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Shout out loud, I am not afraid. The good news is that Jesus conquered death. Jesus died, tasting death for every man. We know that from Hebrews 2.9. So we don't have to be afraid of death. All over the world now, people have become possessed with a spirit of fear. People are living their lives in fear. And we have the answer. Don't you understand? We have the answer. Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. Shout it out loud. Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. So you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of death. I know you couldn't tell it by looking at me. But you know, I'm getting on up there, 
And you know what? I have absolutely no fear of death. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I did not live one day of 2020 afraid. And I have not lived one day of 2021 afraid. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. I tell you, it's crazy. I got more peace in my life than I've ever had in my entire life. I lay my head down at night and I tell the Lord, I'm looking forward to seeing you on the other side. Last time I saw my last living uncle, he's a believer in a tither. I shook his hand and I said, Bobby, I'll see you on the other side. We met with an attorney last week, and I don't know that I'll see him again because of the kind of business we did. It's not something we would repeat. And I said, brother, I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you on the other side. I'm not talking about croaking. I'm talking about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. With a shout, with the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. 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 So if my God, if our God has the power to do that, why would any believer be afraid of anything in this earth? God created the earth. I said, God created the earth. Yeah, but Brother Gene, you know, those communist Chinese created this virus. So what? God is greater than any commie. God is greater than any government employee. God is greater than whatever evil man wants to loose on the earth. Shout out loud, our God is greater. And I know you get tired of hearing it, but one thing you never heard in all these months, even the last president, nobody ever gave credit to God for the immune systems God gave us. Nobody ever called for a national day of prayer about this. Nobody ever called on the name of the Lord. It's all drugs and drug companies and tests and this and that and the other. Then they admit last week that that test can't tell the difference between flu and COVID. So how many people over the winter died with flu and they refused to treat them because they said it's COVID, we don't have any treatment. I'm telling you what, it is a level of wickedness and evil such as I have never seen in my entire lifetime. But I see that it's... The end. Pastor, you're scaring the hell out of us. I intend to scare the hell out of you because these are not the days to play around with the things of God. These are the days to get right, fly right, live right, live holy before the Lord. Give God that tithe and then follow the leading of the Holy Spirit above and beyond that tithe. Amen. Hallelujah. And live ready. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Now, you know, you know things have changed because when I used to carry on like this, you know, the young people would look at me like, you know, I don't know about this. But now the young people see it. The young people are like, yeah, man, this is jacked up. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I'm telling you what, Satan has really done a number. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we are the bearers of good news. Yeah. I said we are the bearers of good news. Yeah. Say it out loud. Jesus conquered death. Jesus, conquered Jesus death. holds the keys of death. Amen. We're going to get to it if I have time. Say he's not in charge of anything. Hallelujah. You know, even Job didn't fear death. Even Job didn't fear death. Job 19.25, Job knew enough about God to say, I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. Shout it out loud. I know my Redeemer lives. Proverbs 4, 18 and 19, but the path of the just is as a shining light 
that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Life for the Christian does not get darker. Life for the Christian gets brighter. Are you hearing me tonight? Life for the Christian does not get darker. Life for the Christian gets brighter. You know, I grew up in a church where they sang Blessed Assurance. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in the blood. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I in my Savior am happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. I'm here to tell you tonight, there is absolutely nothing to be afraid of because Jesus is with us. And one day when we have completed our assignments on this earth, we will cross over to a land where there's no more sighing, no more crying, no more dying, no death, no nursing homes, no Governor Cuomo to put you in a nursing home to kill you, no funeral parlors, no graveyards, thank God, no sickness, no pain. I fear not death. I'm not afraid of crossing over. Hallelujah. I am victorious. Hallelujah. Whether I am here, I am in God. If I am there, I am in God. But no matter where I am, I am in God. Hallelujah. In him we live and move and have our being. Say it out loud, I fear not death. So the good news is Jesus has conquered death. Jesus died, tasting death for every man. So we don't have to be afraid of death. And yet people are living in fear of death. But we have the answer. The gospel is the answer. Because Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. So you don't have to be afraid of death. The good news about death is Jesus took the sting out of death. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come to pass, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? amen. Can I get a better amen? amen. So thank God Jesus took the sting out of death so we don't have to fear death. So what we're preaching is good news. Good news that you don't have to fear death or the devil or demons because Jesus has conquered them all. And Jesus has made us more than conquerors in him, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 8.35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword or COVID. As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Now they're saying, you know, we're causing all this stuff because we're not submitting to everything that got going. Hallelujah. They consider us as sheep to be slaughtered. But Paul writes, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Shout it out loud five times. I am more than a conqueror. I 
I don't know how many people in this church have gotten fired because they wouldn't submit to this or they wouldn't submit to that. And they go right on down the road, and in a day or two or three, they have a better job, better benefits, making 20% more money. Hallelujah. What God has blessed, no man can curse. And it is the Lord that commands the blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation shall be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So it doesn't matter what comes down the road. There's no need to be afraid. There's no need to act like the world. There's no need to shake in your boots because God is with you. Jesus is with you. So we have good news to preach about death and we have good news to preach about the devil and demons and the good news is that the devil has been conquered by the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. what does Paul say about Jesus and the devil and de his demon cohorts Colossians 2 15 and having disarmed Satan is disarmed Amen. and having disarmed the powers and authorities Jesus made a public spectacle over them triumphing over them by the cross Satan is disarmed that's good news one translation says Jesus put to naught every work of Satan on Calvary's cross then there's Colossians 1:13. for he has rescued us past tense for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us past tense into the kingdom of the sunny loves in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins so by faith we are to walk in what Jesus has already done for us Satan and every demon has already been conquered by the Lord Jesus Christ not only that Jesus has given us a name to exercise over the authority and his demon cohorts. What does the New Testament say about Satan and demons? James 4, 7, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. We're not commanded to fight the devil. We are commanded to resist the devil. And Ephesians 4, 27, neither give place to the devil. And the Greek word there is topos, where we get our word topography. Don't give the devil an inch. Don't give the devil an inch. Not in your iTunes account. Not on your computer. Not on your phone. Not in the bedrooms of your children. Don't give the devil an inch. If you don't give the devil a place in your life, the devil's not going to have a place in your life. Hallelujah. And that's good news. Mark 16, 17, Jesus said, And these signs shall accompany them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Does that sound like we're supposed to run around afraid to you? Does that sound like we're supposed to be fearful like the world to you? So we're not commanded to fight the devil. We're commanded to drive him out. We're commanded to cast him out. Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Shout it out loud, I have authority over all the power of the enemy. So we are not commanded to fight the devil. We are commanded to trample the devil. So by faith, we are to walk in what Jesus has already done for us. So Pastor Gene, what are we supposed to do with the devil? We're supposed to resist him, we're supposed to cast him out, and we're supposed to trample him. But praise God, we don't have to fight him because Jesus already defeated him on our behalf. And I'm telling you tonight, that's good news. Tell your neighbor, that's good news. Jesus conquered the devil for you, and Jesus conquered demons for you so you can live free. So we don't plead with the devil or demons, we cast them out. We cast them out 
in the name of Jesus. When Jesus came out of that grave and told his disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel, it's not bad news, it's good news. The good news is death has been conquered. And the good news is that demons have been defeated. And the good news is that Jesus put Satan and all of his cohorts under our feet. So my brothers and sisters in the Lord, you have the victory. Listen, if you'll make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, if you'll submit yourself unto God and his mighty word and resist the devil, he will flee from you. And that word flee in the Greek means to run from as if in terror. Satan's not afraid of you. And Satan's not afraid of me, but he is terrified of that name of Jesus. And that's good news. You might, you might be here tonight or watching online, and you might be beyond the help of doctors. You might be beyond the help of psychiatrists, but nobody, I said nobody, is beyond the help of Jesus. Jesus won the victory on your behalf. Say it out loud, O oh Lord Jesus. I want you to be the Lord of my life. I submit myself to you. And then you know what you do? You get up off your knees and you command the devil to take his hands off your body, take his hands off your mind, take his hands off your children, take his hands off your husband, take his hands off your wife, take his hands off your children. And then you go on down the road and you live your life without fear. That is good news. Shout it out loud. That is good news. Amen. And they have to obey you. Amen. So you can see that no matter how you look at it, we have been entrusted with good news for this hour, for this generation, for this moment in time. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters in the Lord, this is it. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But I don't think so. I have so much peace. Jesus said, those who stand firm to the end shall be saved. Amen. And in my lifetime, I am just amazed. I am just dumbfounded at how many have abandoned the word of God. But it is all totally, 100%, absolutely about the word of God. Amen. And I'll tell you what, I don't, I'm not really that interested in what they're doing here or what they're doing over there or what's cool or what's successful. I'll tell you what, I am contented because we are walking in the miracle power of the Lord Jesus Christ and we are walking in the miracle power of the word of God and this congregation is blessed and this congregation is protected and this congregation is prospered. We did not lose lose one person to this virus and we're not going to lose one person to this virus. Hallelujah. If half of what they were saying was true, we'd all be dead because we haven't been doing whatever. Hallelujah. But you know what? If you get the feeling a little blue around the gills, just go outside and dance before the Lord and quote Psalm 103, 1 to 5. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He forgives all of my sins and he heals all of my diseases and he redeems my life from the pit. Hallelujah. Oh, but don't let go of that last phrase. And he satisfies. Hallelujah. Say it out loud. The Lord my God satisfies. He satisfies my desires with good things so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. Hallelujah. Now you might be watching anywhere in the world or if the Lord tarries, you could be watching this service five years from now. You know, they don't take it down offline. You can have peace with God. You can have peace with God. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you believe in your heart, that Father God raised the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, and you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. You will be made a new creation of the Lord Jesus Christ. All the old will pass away. Everything will become new. 
your sins will be forgiven, and everything we have preached about tonight will become legally yours. What a day we live in. What a day we live in. What a day we live in. I think it was last year I said, you know, I can picture way back there, thousands and thousands of years ago, the angels of the Lord asking, Father God, who are you going to send first? And the Lord said, well, I'm going to send Noah, and he's going to bear good news for his generation, and he's going to make a way of escape. And well, Father God, who are you going to send next? Well, I'm going to send Elijah, and then I'm going to send Elisha. Well, Father God, who are you going to send next? I'm going to send John the baptizer. Okay, well, Father God, who are you going to send next? Well, I'm going to send Peter and Mark and Luke and Matthew and James. And then out of season, I'm going to send a, a man named Paul. I'm going to arrest him on the road to Emmaus, and I'm going to send a man named Paul. And he's going to write two-thirds of the New Testament. And the angels of God must have gotten curious, and they said, well, Father God, who are you going to send at the end? At the end of all time, at the end of human history, when the lease of Adam runs out, when darkness, the seed of Adam, is taking over the earth, and darkness is coming down all over the earth, and the light of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is going to grow dim. Father God, who are you going to send then at the end, in that hour, at that moment, at that time? And Father God called your name. Amen. And Father God called my name. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, you walk by faith, not by sight.